0: Today, on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, the postponement of a Taylor Swift concert causes an airline to change their rules. And a Southwest pilot has a warning for those traveling on his airline over the holidays. These stories next in the news.
1: Renting a car at an airport can be one of life's biggest hassles. Mark violated one of his own rules last week. And it may cost him some cash. Details in our Smarter Traveler segment at 1120.
0: The Fox River train here in Sacramento has something fun for the family during the holiday season. They'll tell us all about it and about how you can see the world's tallest Christmas tree. Coming up at 1135. Our mailbag features, where Mark answers
1: your questions about travel, are really popular. And one is coming up today at 1145.
0: Getting closer to Christmas, Santa is making his list and checking it twice. Sure hope we're on it. Oh, right there, I see us, the Travel Guys. On the road again.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Travel and Entertainment Guys, always brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Thanks for dialing in. Don't forget now, all the links to our special guests and all that we do and much more always at TravelGuysRadio.com. Once again, it's a Saturday morning and you find Tom in his studio here in town and Mark on the road. Again, Mark, where are you this time?
0: Yep, on the road in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which is a really cool place. It's a small town besides being a a really well-known historic town, but it's also a really cool place for Christmas. Uh, So we're there this weekend, and then we're headed over to Hershey, which isn't quite as historic of a place, but a town named for a chocolate company. Um, and we'll be over at the Hershey Hotel, which is really fancy, and uh, going to a Christmas market and seeing some lights and, of course, doing all things chocolate-related before we head back home next week.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad to—I yeah, have to assume you do not have a chocolate allergy, so you're
0: good to go. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big chocolate consumer, though. Really, I'm. You know, yeah, a little. You know, we're going to have a chocolate tasting when we get over there. I'll, we'll we'll talk about that next week.
1: All right, we'll look forward to hearing the aftermath right here there on the up. Travel Guys. And at the top of every Travel Guys radio program, we bring you up to date on the travel news. And with today's edition of the travel news, of course, uh, once again here's Mark Hoffman.
0: So, a Southwest pilot says be on guard the meltdown that befell the airline last year could happen again this holiday season he says but wait before i tell you the rest of this story the first thing that you need to know before we talk about the rest of this story is that southwest airlines are in a bit of a dispute with the parent company they would like some more money and if not they would like to go on strike and they've been told that they can't go on strike right now So when a Southwest pilot comes out and starts warning passengers about there being another meltdown for the holidays, one wants to kind of look and see, is that is that pilot an officer of the union? Is he associated in some way, shape or form? Is he just blowing smoke up people's rear ends or what? So I would just say to you that when a Southwest pilot comes out and says, oh, this may be the same catastrophe as it was last year, they haven't made any improvements. And Southwest comes back and says, well, that's just not true. Uh, We've done quite a few things to try to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And the instances that the pilot is citing about a lack of preparedness in Denver for some de-icing equipment a couple weeks ago and stuff was quite simply a, a personal opinion and very overblown. So depending on who you're listening to, the guys from the union who are not very happy about the airline's negotiations or the airline themselves, probably neither one of them are telling you the exact truth. But uh, we'll see. We'll know in a few weeks whether or not Southwest is ready for the holidays. Last week, we talked about the three-year round-the-world cruise Mm -hmm. being Kaputsky and about how that might impact some people. And, indeed, um, we don't really have a further update except to tell you that they still haven't resolved the issue. The company, called Life at Sea, uh, had planned to purchase a ship And in September, expected the sale to close by the end of September, they were going to put the ship in dry dock. And in November, they were going to begin a three year around the world cruise. However, the purchase of the ship fell through. In fact, another cruise line purchased the ship. So now life at sea is trying to buy another ship. They've postponed the cruise several times. And as we speculated last week, stories began to come out this week about people who had put their belongings in storage sold their homes. I mean, imagine that you were taking a three-year break in your life, and Mm -hmm. this probably appealed to a lot of people who were on the fringe of retirement and were thinking, wow, what a great way to transition from working to retirement. I'll put all my stuff in storage. I'll get on a cruise ship for three years and see the planet, and then I'll come home and get my stuff out and begin the rest of my life, or perhaps not so much. So we'll keep an eye on this. Um, As we mentioned last week, If they haven't got a new sailing date by tomorrow, December the 1st, they're supposed to tell people how they can get their money back, but they've already indicated that the money would have to come back to them in several installments. So I'm going to suggest to you that um, these people took everybody's money, and I don't know if they still have everybody's money. These people might be out not only the cruise of a lifetime, but they might be out the money that they paid for it. So we will keep an eye on on that. Speaking of people who were denied the right to strike, American flight attendants were denied the right to strike. Uh, they, the National Mediation Board has said that uh, the, the, the flight attendants have been negotiating, and they said the negotiations were not going well, and what they would like is the right to strike after a 30-day cooling-off period. But the National Mediation Board, which has to give them that permission and denied Southwest pilots that permission a couple of weeks ago, has denied it to American airline attendants. Once we get through the holiday season, it'll be interesting to see if the National Mediation Board changes their mind on this. Um, of course, a strike by a major airline during the holidays would be somewhat catastrophic and would also be one heck of a negotiating tool. Um, And so that may be where the National Mediation Board is going with this. I have no idea. But you gave the pilots about a 30, 40 percent pay increase. Mm -hmm. So if you think the flight attendants and the guys handling the bags on the ground and the people at the front counter and all the rest of those folks, if you think they didn't notice that and that they don't want their share of that money, then you would be freaking crazy. Because that's what's going on here is that the rest of the people are now stepping up. And then I will tell you what the third step is to this after everybody gets more money. The airfares go up. Oh,
1: yeah. Greenland
0: is getting a brand new airport. If you are a fan, an aviation fan, um, this is probably something that would be of interest to you. Um, They are uh, Air Greenland, which is their flagship carrier, has uh, one Airbus. And seven uh, de Havilland-8200s, which are planes that hold about uh, 40 people. Its longest route is to Copenhagen. And uh, so they're going to have a new international airport in Greenland. The runway is going to be longer so that full-size aircraft can fly in and out on a regular basis. So we'll see. The bad news is that the ice sheet is melting and making Greenland more accessible. I guess the good news is that Greenland is more accessible. So, we'll see what changes it makes, but if you are a a fan of new airports, go online and Google Air Greenland and see where it is that they're going to be flying. Here is something that is really interesting, Tom. Um our good our good buddy and road reporter Clayton Whitehead handed me this the other day. What to know about the Rolling Stones 2024 tour. You know we we bill oh, ourselves yeah. as the travel and entertainment guys. So we have a little entertainment item here. Guess who the sponsor is for the Rolling Stones 2024
1: tour wow you know i've been hearing i've been hearing promotions and uh-huh. uh and stuff for it uh, out of san francisco you know they're giving away tickets and so forth and i may
0: june and july i i keep um the I keep last stop is like going to be in go ahead yeah the last stop is in santa clara at Levi stadium on the yeah. 17th of july oh, I, the sponsor for the rolling stones you got to know your audience dude aarp
1: Oh wow! Are you kidding me? I did not know that. No,
0: I American think- Association of Retired Persons. Uh, well, at, who's going to go see the Stones? I'm sure there will be lots of younger people there, but I am very sure that there will be lots of grandmas and grandpas who will oh, be going. You know it. You know it. Yeah, yeah. So how interesting that AARP is sponsoring the. I would say, my friend, we have come full circle.
1: We have. Uh, you know, now that now that you mention that, you know, your company been around forty three plus years. Yeah, uh, you know, used to take people in their in their your seniors to the the Tony Bennett's and the the Carpenters and a lot of the, the acts that pack. were. And I always thought that someday uh-huh. Mark will be taking a bus load of <laughs> sports leisure vacation travelers. To like, oh, I don't know, a Rolling Stone show in uh, Santa yeah. Clara. Uh, is-
0: well, you know, a new Beatles song came out about a month ago where they re-engineered uh, some, some old track music and stuff like that. So it only seems appropriate. Uh, Mick Jagger, who has looked like he was 100 years old since he was 25. Mm-hmm. um that dude is just ugly. I mean, I've just oh, got please. to just say, I mean, he just
2: doesn't. He
0: just doesn't. Thank good he can sing and write music. Anyways, uh, the Rolling Stones concert, sponsored by AARP. Another entertainment item here. Roll- Taylor Swift was scheduled to perform in South America, in Buenos Aires. Her concert was originally set for, fr- was set for Friday night, and due to bad weather, it had to be postponed until Sunday. So you've got a lot of people down there who have flown from other parts of Argentina. People, I'm sure, who have come from as far away as places, oh, let's say in the United States, um, to see Taylor Swift. And so the concert was changed from Friday until Sunday. So they moved. Now, this has been we're, – we're talking two weeks in arrears here. So uh, – I. So what they did was the airline suspended its ticket change rules so that people who were in town would not have to could move their return flight and would not have to pay the difference between the advance ticket they bought and buying a spur of the moment ticket Mm -hmm. or change fees or things like that. So if you think Taylor Swift doesn't move the needle, I would just tell you that Um, such is not the case because she got an airline to change. Their cancellation and change fees. It's That's really amazing. Did you hear about the naked guy in Disneyland?
1: Uh, no, I do. I want to. Uh,
0: probably not. Yeah. Okay. Let uh, me see.
1: He was. Uh, it was a small world ride.
0: Uh, he closed. <laughs> oh, you are right. It was <laughs> the oh small world attraction <laughs> temporarily stopped last Sunday when a man stripped naked. Officials said. Video footage footage posted on social media showed the man waiting in the water where boats exit the ride and casually sitting in his birthday suit on the side of the canal, oh. the Anaheim Police Department responded to the report of a naked man and assisted Disneyland security guards. The man, who is 26, was arrested and could face charges for indecent exposure sure. and being under the influence of a controlled substance. You think maybe? Oh
1: wow! <laughs> I can see a bunch of people on on the boats uh, holding their hands over their children's eyes. This is just ridiculous. <laughs>
0: I'm laughing. It's really it's really not all that funny, but uh, it, it it strikes me as being a funny incident. So uh, and one last thing here before we take you out of the travel news, um, top destinations to Europe uh, over the over this past season and including the holiday season. Uh, these are these are the order of their popularity. Uh, London, Paris, Madrid, Rome, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Dublin, Frankfurt, Lisbon, Milan. Uh no real cities that surprise me in the top 20 here um but a lot of them are up tremendously year over year Prague in the Czech Republic 52% hmm. more visitors this year than uh, in 2022 uh Barcelona Spain 61% Madrid 37 percent so a lot more people austria up 37 percent a lot more people heading overseas during the summer and for the holidays but airlines are reporting that bookings for next year are not as strong as bookings for this year over the ponds respectively and that's your travel news for today
1: and we are the travel guys mark and tom brought to you by sports leisure vacations all right mark we teased uh that we were going to Kind of help people be smarter travelers in regards to renting cars at the airport. Yep. Tell us about your latest rental experience.
0: Well, yeah. Um, how many times have we told people on this program, the 15 years we've been on the air, that really when you rent a car, it's a smart idea to take a picture or two or three of the inside and the outside of the car, both before you leave the lot and certainly when you come back. So that when the rental car company comes and says, Hey, what about this or that or whatever? You can say, Hey, I don't know anything about that, but I can, I can show you that this car is in the, you know, the exact same shape as it was when it left your lot. So you would think that a guy who was the travel guys would remember to do that. Well, um, checked out a car in Palm Springs last weekend, last Sunday, and didn't do that. Didn't take pictures of the car when I left. I get back to the lot. And I'm turning the car in, and now I'm walking around the car and taking pictures of the car. The guy who checks me in is at the front of the car, and he points at something on the vehicle and he says, "Yeah, you see this scratch here? And there's a scratch about I don't know inch and a half long on the on the paint on the top of the the next to where the hood would come open." And uh, I said, uh, "He said, did you take pictures of the car before you left?" And, of course, oh, no. bluffing, I said, yeah, I did. He said, well, good, they will be time dated because he said, was this scratch on here when you left? And I yeah, said, oh, uh, no, uh, yes, sir, it was. And he said, well, the pictures will show then. Can you show me the pictures? And, of course, I was bluffing, so I had to say, well, uh, you know, my phone is, is just literally just gone dead right now. <laughs> and so, so he wrote the whole thing up, oh, had me sign it. Um did a drawing of where the scratch was and stuff so I have little doubt that I'm going to get a bill from Hertz sometime in the next couple of weeks and it's going to charge me I'm going to I'm going to guess 250 bucks I'll just throw that number out for fixing the scratch on the front of the car the car was not clean when I took it out so it would have been hard to see if there was a scratch on there anyway But the bottom line is that if I had followed my own wisdom and taken pictures before I left and pictures when I came back, I would have been completely covered because they would have shown that the scratch was on the car. So um, if you are smarter than the travel guys, you will consider when you're renting a car, walking around the vehicle and taking pictures. What really I found interesting was the guy saw me taking pictures of the car You know, I'd come back, and he's walking around the car, and I'm walking around the car, and I'm snapping a couple of pictures, and he sees that scratch. Now, you would think if he saw me taking the pictures, he would have assumed that I probably took some beforehand, and therefore, he would have known that, you know, this had happened. But then again, you don't really know in these car rental situations, are these people trying to screw you, or are they trying to just do their job? Right. You know, is the guy walking around, and he sees something on the car? The car was not particularly clean. So the fact that he was able to find that scratch, and I only had it overnight, and it didn't rain or there wasn't a windstorm or anything in Palm Springs. So I kind of feel like the guy was looking for stuff to catch me on. And because I wasn't very smart, he probably caught me. So besides taking pictures of the car before and after you ran it, did I say before you leave the lot to prove that? Something that's on there when you come back, some imperfection was also there when you left. Couple of other things, let's recap here. Beware of upselling. Anytime that you're, you don't have a pre-reserved, if you have to go through the line and you have to talk to somebody at the counter, they're going to try to sell you some things that you may not want or need. So just be aware of that. Those people are salespeople, and they're likely getting some sort of commission off of the things that they can upsell you to, whether it's the size of the car, equipment in the car, um, whatever it might be. So just be aware of that up- upselling. And also, one other thing to keep in mind, especially at times of high demand like during holiday seasons, um, if you are checking out – you, you need a car at the airport, just do your homework. About six blocks from the Palm Springs airport is Enterprise Rent-A-Cars headquarters, and they rent cars from there. Airport rentals always have a tax, concession tax, on them. Sometimes it's a 10%. Sometimes I've seen as much as 20%. I've seen airport cars that it could be as much as 30% or thirty or 40% more on a weekly rate than cars in a lot away from the airport. So if you're going to rent a car and it's going to cost you more than $300 or $400, consider the possibility of renting from an off-airport location. You could get an Uber from the airport, and, of course, you'd have to then do the same thing on the return. But if the dollars are big enough, then that away-from-the-airport trick is something that might help you.
1: When I used to spend a lot of time going to San Antonio, there was a uh, a car rental place that was half a mile from my daughter's uh, apartment complex. And I knew that it always cost more to get it at the airport. So I got to we got to the point where we they would pick us up that night. Mm-hmm. The next morning, my son in law would take me to the real close car rental place. Always save some good money uh, by doing that. So if you're going to visit people, have them check and see if there might
0: be a car rental place that's uh, close to them that can give you a ride. Or if you're staying a week or you've got a one-way rental where there are some extra charges and stuff, sometimes off-airport locations will not allow one-way rentals. So that's something to to be aware of. There may be some restrictions, but there's some serious dollars to be saved there. And sometimes that place may only be a few-dollar cab ride away from the airport.
1: I'm really disappointed that uh, the car rental companies changed their policy. Uh, They used to always walk around the car with their little piece of paper and you would walk with them and they would mark all of that stuff before you even you even drove off the lot. And Mm -hmm. now they don't even care. You know, it's kind of like buyer beware. You know, uh, like you say, you got to do your own homework. You got to make sure to take your own pictures uh, before you you leave the lot and when the car rental
0: there, people are not on your side. Yeah, they want you to wait in line for and also join that frequent car rental program because that'll get you in the line of the regular customers, even if you're not a regular customer. So, anyways, take a picture before you leave and after you bring it back.
1: Hello, it's Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Links to our special guest today can be found at TravelGuysRadio.com. Well, a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas to all. And one of the things we do with the Travel Guys is kind of tune you in on fun things to do in Northern California and out and about that is Christmas related and just overall fun. Mark, who's our special guest today?
0: We have Kimberly Preciado. Kimberly is with our local railroad, and which is affiliated with another railroad. So we're going to tell you a little bit about uh, what the Fox River train and the skunk train up in Willets have to offer for families for Christmas. Kimberly, welcome to the Travel Guys.
2: Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Kimberly, tell us a little bit about the Fox River train. There's a couple of things here. The, the Chris. There's a magical Christmas train. And there's something else that has to do with elves
2: or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so the, the magical Christmas train. It um it just started on the twenty fourth of November, um, and so we pretty much it's a one hour train ride, and uh, we have elves on board. Um, we have Santa, of course, and you know you get hot cocoa, you get to enjoy it in a souvenir mug, you get cookies, and you just get to enjoy. Um, seeing the elves dance around for an hour.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, are there any other special guests along the way, or uh, does it, is, does this include Santa Claus, or is there entertainment? Or tell us a little bit about the train ride.
2: So it does include Santa Claus, and Santa Claus will come around to each um, train card so every kid will have the opportunity to meet him and sit down with him and kind of tell him a little bit about their you know their list. For the year. Um, There is music on board. Um, It's mostly a Christmas music. And then, yeah, so the show mostly comes from our um, elves that put on a little show for the kids.
0: And this looks very much like a family affair. And is it only in the evenings or is it uh, during the day on the weekends?
2: No, it's not only on the evenings. It's uh, on the weekends. It runs at 10 a.m., 1 p.m. And then we have a 4 p.m. and a 7 p.m. So you have a range of hours that you can um come and enjoy the ride.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Um and if you go to travelguysradio dot com, we will have a link to all of this train stuff that we're talking about here. Kimberly, give me an idea as to what the prices of the, the Sacramento train are.
2: Yeah, so right now for a standard ticket um ages three and up it's seventy four dollars and for our infants two and under it's eleven dollars. Um we are selling out um, so I would say To run and come get your dates reserved.
0: Okay, very good. That's for the Sacramento version. Now, up in Willits, um, for those folks who don't know, for many, many, many years, um, there was a tourism train that ran, tour train that ran from Willits to Fort Bragg called the Skunk Train. And uh, so-called the Skunk Trains because back in the old days when they had the diesel, um, it was said that you could smell them before you could see them. So they were (laughs) called Skunk Trains. So we had a tunnel collapse up there near Fort Bragg a few years back, and that uh, has has not been repaired, and so the skunk train is split into two parts. Now you can go up to Willits and right up to what used to be the halfway point, or in Fort Bragg there's a short little trip down um, what's called Pudding Creek. And, Kimberly, you have something in Willits. Now this is a little bit of a drive from Sacramento, but this is KFBK, and we have a pretty wide audience, so there's no doubt there are some folks up in that area who probably are listening to this broadcast. So tell us a little bit about what is going on in Willits with the world's largest Christmas tree train.
2: Yeah. So you, so in Willits, this is a newly imagined Christmas experience. So um, you were, you would, um, you know, catch the train as you would um, if you were in Fort Bragg. And then it, so what it does is it takes you into the, the woods and then, you get to see the world's largest christmas tree um christmas tree which is actually 222 feet tall
0: wow so Amazing. who climbs who, who climbs up and, and 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 takes care of that
2: yeah you know, <laughs> that's the lights that on there kimberly there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna have to be the elves
0: <laughs> i see so it sounds like maybe you have a you know probably a little connection to santa and the elves there are you if the kids come out to the train, why you, you'll make sure that Santa and all the elves and all those folks are around to make sure that they have a fun time.
2: <laughs> yeah, they say it's um it's a little. Uh, it serves as a workshop for Santa's. Um, well, actually, for um, Willis, it's Santa's Mr. Skunk. The it's not Santa, it's Mr. Skunk.
0: <laughs> it's Mr. Skunk in Willis. All right, all right. <laughs> All right. If you're looking for a fun family activity, we yeah. have a couple. One here in Sacramento, the Fox River train. And if you're getting up uh, on Highway 101 up Willett's Way around Christmas, then you can meet, instead of Santa, you can meet Mr. Skunk on the world and see the world's largest Christmas tree. If you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, we will have links to both of those activities so that you can head up either locally or up to Willits and meet Santa or Mr. Skunk on the train. Thanks, Kimberly, for joining us today.
2: Of course. Thank you for having me.
1: I've always wanted to do the uh, the Christmas train, uh, yeah, and now I want to do it even more after listening to our own interview. That was that yeah. was a lot of fun.
0: I, I it's, sp- a ways to, it's a ways to drive to Willits, but if you were headed up Highway 101 anyway or you were going up there to visit family or something like that, why, that might be a fun thing to do, to go out and see a – Two hundred foot tall Christmas tree.
1: There you go. Where? Okay. Let's see. It's uh, just about time for the mailbag.
0: Yeah. Hey, before we before we shift to the mailbag, Tom, you know, a couple weeks ago we had Jack Gallagher on the on the show, mm-hmm. our old buddy Sacramento's favorite comedian, uh, because he's doing some shows at the B Street Theater, and. Why don't we see – he, they've added another show. Let's just for fun, let's see if we can call – why don't we – you got his number there somewhere? Uh,
1: You know what? I do from uh, last I, time around. Let's, just
0: for fun, let's let's see if we can call Jack and get him on the air and, and he, if he can talk to us about this third show. He's bringing a couple of buddies from Fenway Park and uh, from Boston Hello. to perform with him.
1: Well, there he is. Hello. Hey, Jack. It's Mark Hello. and Tom, the Travel and Entertainment Guys. How you doing? How do you guys get this? Um, we have ways, Jack. <laughs> we have ways. I know, I know. How are you? I'm well, thank <laughs> you.
0: We're good. Hey, it sounds like your, uh, your your idea for a show here, which is just coming up on the ninth of December, just in a, in a few days. Um, you guys have got a third show that you've added.
3: How about that, huh? Somebody uh, yeah. confused me with someone else. Apparently,
0: a lot of people um, are apparently incredibly bored. With nothing at all to do. Um, so you guys, are, this is kind of like, hey, this is kind of like That's working it. for a living, bud. I know. It's three shows in one day. No, I'm very really excited. We've
3: added, a, we've added a one one fifteen show. Now, don't ask me why that 15 minutes had to be added to 1 o'clock, but I don't question anything when I'm selling tickets.
0: Uh-huh. So, so there will be three. You've got some, real quickly here, you're bringing some friends in from, uh-huh. uh, from Massachusetts.
3: I'm bringing my good friends Tony V. and Kenny Rogerson. And uh, these are guys that I've worked with, well, that I started out with in Boston and uh, have worked with over the years. And, uh, yeah, they're guys I started with, and I thought it would be fun to do a show uh, like the shows we used to do in Boston when we were starting out. So it's a three-man. Uh, I'll be hosting, and then uh, they'll each do a set. I'll do a small set. And then the three of us are going to be on stage together, just talking about our uh, our uh, experiences over the years.
0: Outstanding. Well, I just thought I would it, it, just for fun. If we could catch you, we'd give you a shout and uh, give you a bad time about uh, how popular <laughs> you are still, even at this advanced age. Um, you're, I know you're, it's, you're... it's hard to believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's for only forty-five. <laughs> you know what bucks, it is?
3: What is You know it? what it is? It's a it's a Christmas miracle.
1: Uh, well, I didn't want to go we don't need to go that far, Jack.
0: the question- if you want to see if you want to see Jack and his buddies, it's December the 9th, so you haven't got very much time to go here folks. December the 9th at uh, the B Street theater we have a link at travelguysradio.com if you would like to get tickets for the 115 show. I'm going to be in the audience. I don't know what the what what tickets we got the, when we got show for, but we'll be there heckling you at some point in the evening.
3: And I will uh, respond in kind. Uh, you probably knew it, heckling. I will just let you know that I have 45 years uh, of combating it. So let's, let's yeah, go. Yeah, and you're also you're
0: from Massachusetts too. So,
3: uh, and that's that. You know, well, I won't tell you what they call us from Massachusetts, yeah. but uh, you might be able to guess. Yeah, I think I heard do, the, I heard the word before. All you have to do is put an M. Yeah, you just have to yeah, put an M yeah. at, be- at the beginning of a very popular week, which we refer to ourselves actually
0: with great pride. Yeah, well, listen, you know, if, you you've, if you've earned it, that's it. Jack, behave yourselves. <laughs> we'll see. Behave yourself. We'll see you on the 9th of December. You want to go to Jack's show, go to, travel, go to TravelGuysRadio.com. There's a link, and you can get your tickets, 115.
1: Thanks, right. guys. I'll see you there. All right, Jack. Break a leg. In fact, break three. Thank you. All right. I'll try. All right. Bye for now. <laughs> All right. Outstanding. Good to hear uh, hear Jack's voice, and that ought to be yeah. a great show. You're going to enjoy uh, Jack that. Jack
0: is uh, Jack has always been. I don't know. He's got this kind of strange sense of humor, and and I guess I kind of it, li- it lines up well with mine. So I think he, I think he's pretty funny. Uh,
1: I agree. I agree. He's one of certainly Sacramento's funniest guy. And, and uh, you know, no offense to other funny guys that are from this town. Yep. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, we're going to take care of uh, some real business here for you people that are interested in uh, being smarter travelers. We're going to dig into the Travel Guys mailbag. I've got the question. Marks has the answers. You ready, Mark? I'm ready. All right. Caleb asks, my TSA membership, and I guess she's talking about her pre-check, will expire next year. And uh, and I will need to renew. Will TSA notify
0: me and can you renew online? You actually have two choices, Caleb. You can renew online or you can renew in person. And there's a difference in price. Uh, you can go to the TSA website. In fact, what I did was because of your question and you were not the only person. This came up from a couple of other folks and I hear it from my travelers and I was curious about it. So when your TSA membership expires, they will prompt you. They'll send you an email telling you that, you're, that it's about to expire and giving you what the options are. If you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, there is a link there to the TSA page and specifically to their website page that talks about renewals. So the answer is yes, you can renew, renew online, and yes, TSA will let you know when your pre-check is about to expire so you can take care of it.
1: All right. That's good news. Okay. Serena, uh, she, uh, she got her boarding pass and it didn't have her TSA pre-check on it. That's one of my biggest fears. I'm a TSA pre-check. Boy, uh-huh. that's the first, that's the first place I look. I go, they better not forget my pre-check. Boy, I, I used to get really excited whenever there was one on there before I, I, I actually signed up for it. They used to uh, randomly let people get right. pre So, you know, it was like, Christmas time, getting the pre-check. Anyway, hers didn't have the pre-check there. And she asks, can that be
0: fixed at the TSA checkpoint? And the answer to that is a resounding no, it cannot. But the good news is it can be fixed at the airline ticket counter. Ah. So if you are carrying, just go into your phone. If you have something like, for example, I have the United Airlines app on my phone and uh, I in in that, My record in the app is my known traveler number. So if it was ever left off of a United or any other flight, I would just go to that app and I would have it with me. So the answer is carry your pre-check number with you. Your known traveler number can't be fixed at the checkpoint, but it can be fixed down at the ticket counter. It is not uncommon for this to be left off. In fact, I really recommend to folks if you have pre-check. Um, it, many people have their boarding passes on their phones now. It will say TSA pre. On the phone, on the, on the boarding pass, on the phone. Also, if you have a printed boarding pass up at the top, usually on the right or left hand side, it'll say pre, TSA pre if you have it, not your number, but just that you have TSA pre check. If you don't see that there before you leave the ticket counter, checking your bag, whatever it is that you're doing, then that's the time that you want to broach that. So check before you get done with your check in because the TSA people, while, while it might seem that that would be something they would do, It is not. You can't get your TSA number. If it's not, if you haven't been pre-cleared on your boarding pass and you get to the front of the TSA line, they're not going to let you in. So make sure you check that while you're downstairs because or at the ticket counter, because that does happen fairly frequently that those numbers get uh, or or those designations get left off.
1: All right. We're uh, doing the Travel Guys mailbag. Uh, Let's see what Juanita, her question's all about She says it's this time it's about parking at the Sacramento International Airport. A fun, a fun subject. She heard us talk about it uh, and a friend went to park and it took him nearly an hour to park and get a bus to the terminal. Do you have any tips?
0: Yeah, uh, as we've talked about a few times, and this is probably going to be an issue for a while Come and go at Sacramento International on busy weekends because the lots are are filling up late in the week, and by the time you get to the weekend or late in the day, uh, spaces that customarily were open may not be. My tip is get the – Sacramento International Airport uh, has a website. You can get that map on your phone and put it on your phone, and you can refresh it. So put it on before you go out to the airport and – When you get out there, you can find out which lots, or before you leave home, even you can find out which lots have parking in them. That way, you can go directly to the lot that's open. Uh, Allow yourself extra time. Parking in and out uh, in one of the out lots and getting a shuttle bus that runs every 15 or 20 minutes and getting in is going to take you a little bit of time. Plus, remember that in the outside economy lots, you pay for your parking in advance. So, you need to have your license plate number with you, and you need to buy your ticket before you get on the shuttle bus. So if you see the shuttle bus coming into the lot and you're running to catch it, Uh, You've still got something else that you've got to accomplish before you can leave that lot. Otherwise, your car may not be there when you get back. Also, uh, Tom, I got a note from uh, a note that literally just came in today after I pulled put these questions together from a guy thanking us for the suggestion of doing the flip flop on the pickup at the airport. Uh, He listened to us and had somebody coming in on Alaska Airlines. So when they called him and he was in the cell lot, he says, hey, I'll pick you up on the departure Mm -hmm, level. mm -hmm. And he said, took us took me literally about three minutes to drive in pick up my friend and his wife and get out to the he said there was more traffic getting onto the freeway than there was so he said i really recommend that uh, for the b terminal out there is a southwest alaska spirit um, you can pick people up or drop them off on the opposite area and if they're willing to take an escalator down or up a level why it will save everybody a lot of time
1: All right, Caitlin has a question about an electric car that she has, uh, and this is something she's going to need to know. Uh, How do you find charging stations? And I love this. This is kind of a play on words here. Is there a charge to charge, she
0: asks? Yes. Yeah, the answer is, in most cases, yes, there is a charge to charge your car. Think of it as you pull into a gas station, you put the, the nozzle in the tank, and Give it to go. Why, then, you're going to be paying for it. So, yes, there's going to be a charge to charge in most places. Um, To find charging stations, be careful. If you go online, there are lots of lists. Several of them are paid lists, ads, so be careful that people who have paid to be at the top of the list. But if you go down a little ways, you can find a non-paying list of charging stations around the country. I have put a link at TravelGuysRadio.com. Uh, because of Caitlin's questions, so if you want to know about charging stations, I've put a link, a free link, and I've also put one of the uh, ad links there. So to give you an opportunity to compare and see um, so you can – but you really want to – if you've got an electric car and you're going on the road, you really got to do your homework and know where you're going to charge before you leave. But yes, there are lists and maps of those places uh, so you can do your homework ahead of time, but anticipate paying for it just like you pay for gasoline.
1: We are the travel and entertainment guys, Mark and Tom. We're doing the Travel Guys Mailbag. If you go to uh, TravelGuysRadio.com dot com, right there on the homepage, you can leave a question for us, and Mark will either answer it there or you can man- answer it here on the radio. John would like to know what is customary in regards to checking in early at a hotel. He's recently arrived in the morning at his hotel and asked if he could, uh, if his if his room was ready, and if there was any chance that uh, he could check in early. And, well, his room was ready, but the hotel wanted $25 extra for him to get his room early. So John says it seems this is just another way the hotel wants to grab a few more bucks. And he didn't pay the extra charge and won't stay at a Marriott hotel again. He doesn't understand why the hotel would let a room stay empty rather than accommodate an early arriving
0: guest. This is a new twist to things, and I've seen it in a couple of different blogs, uh, travel blogs. Uh, Marriott's not the only hotel company doing this. It used to be a courtesy if you showed up an hour or two or four or five. You know, a lot of international flights arrive at international destinations early in the morning, and you can be at your hotel by 9 or 10 o'clock, and, of course, you're not scheduled to check in for long after that. If your room was ready, the hotel would say, yes, Mr. Hoffman, you're in luck. Your room is ready. Uh, for occupancy, but now uh, apparently at least one hotel or at least some hotels are starting to charge people extra to get in a room ready. That's just baloney, but uh, John is right. It's just another way for them to grab a few extra bucks. Go on their social media site and write a note and tell them how much you really don't appreciate that. Social media sites are a great way to put pressure on travel suppliers.
1: All right, we got about a minute and a half. Let's see if we can get one more in. Bernice asks, "Is there any way to pre-reserve a wheelchair, a ass- wheelchair assistance at the airport?" Recently in Palm Springs, she waited a half an hour uh, and and someone to push her to the baggage claim. She also had a long wait when she returned to Sacramento, but not quite as long. She's trying to avoid this next time. Can you pre-reserve your wheelchair assistance?
0: Unfortunately, you cannot. And during busy holiday times, particularly when there are more older people traveling, you know, grandma has decided that she's going to get on the plane and go see the grandkids. And she needs a little assistance at the airport. And she might have grandpa with her or might not. Or maybe they both need assistance. The number of people needing assistance at airports because the number of travelers go up, the number of people needing assistance goes up, and the number of older travelers that that have issues where they need some help Getting from the count ticket counter to the gate and the baggage claim and the like goes up. Also, um, not surprising. At many cases, it outstrips the, the, the demand, outstrips the supply. No, Bernice, there's no way to pre-reserve this. Uh, once again, when you're on your way into the airport, make sure you allow plenty of time for this. On the way out, there are going to be some waits sometime. I'm sorry about that. But like I said, um, wheelchair pushers are at the bottom of the food chain. And that's some of the hardest positions for airports to fill right now. So be patient. There's no way to reserve it in advance.
1: Well, that looks like a wrap for another Travel Guys Saturday show. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next Saturday again at 11
0: a.m. And remember, dance like nobody's watching. Stay well, my friends. Thanks for joining us.